0: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ding, dong, ding. (laughs) I want them to take that, sample that, Uh and that'll just be all their little tags, all their little uh, station identifications. Ding, dong, ding. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, that'll be perfect. Yeah. That'll give them some juice. Yeah. Make it all seem more professional. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, and Old Anine come together once a week over a single topic and give you oodles of ideas on how to make noodles of money. Uh, and that pretty much sums it up. We yep. don't ask for anything in advance. We are not selling you anything is what I'm trying to say. Nope. This is not some hour-long show where it's just a tease you know, you click on some of these links of how do I get rich quick with or get rich quick with or quick money or getting rich or whatever it is. And it's like, hey, this is the secret, the secret to getting rich quick. And you click and you watch watch a 30-minute YouTube video or listen to an hour fucking uh, uh, podcast yep. or a radio show. And it's just a tease. And all they say is they give you a little taste. And then they're like, if you want to hear the rest of it, if you want to know get the juice you want the fruit that you have to squeeze to get the juice you got to buy this thing you got to buy this plan you got to buy my book you got to go to my seminar you got to eat my gum (laughs) but not us that's not what we do no we give you the meat and the potatoes yeah with a side of cabbage and then we eat your gum that's right we eat your gum, and then you take that information we give you. You Take that meat, that potatoes, that cabbage. You digest it. You nourish yourself yeah. with it, and from that nourishment, you grow great. I ide- you take our ideas. And <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. We're looping here. It's terrible. I think. This is terrible. Anyway, you take our ideas. You make. Scads of money off of them. Yeah. And then, only then, once you're rich.
1: Once you're rich, you've you've taken our meat, our cabbage, our potatoes, and you say, hey, I think Josh and Noel deserve a nice little St. Patrick's dinner. And you put it together. You give us 10% of everything you made. All your meat, all your potatoes, all your cabbage. We want it. You owe it to
0: us. Mm -hmm. But not until you're rich. Yep. Pretty much sums it up. Sums it up. Sums it up. You know... I like to eat uh, uh, the Jewish version of uh, of uh, St. Patrick's Day feast, which is what corned beef and cabbage. Anyway, no, it's uh, it's a uh, 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 pastrami. Okay, with sauerkraut. Uh. on rye. Yeah, and uh, steak fries. Okay, put some Swiss on that, and you got a Reuben. Some Swiss, yeah, some, uh, I'm not, I'm, and some Russian dressing. Yeah, it's good. I'm not a I'm not a Reuben fan. Yeah. I'm a I'm kind of a purist. I even like with my sauerkraut I like it on the side. I just take a nice bite every once in a while to break through the uh the fattiness of the meat as it were. Okay. Back in the old days when you go to Katz's delicatessen they would look at you, you want lean or fatty? That's what they say to you. Now uh-huh. not anymore. They the, the 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 uh briskets that they use nowadays, they're uh-huh. very lean. Yeah. They're not as uh succulent as they used to be when I was a boy. When my father and I would uh, make our pilgrimage to the Lower East Side, every time I'd come up once. A t- once every time I'd come up and visit. Uh-huh. Uh We'd go once. We'd go to Katz's. Mm-hmm. I would get uh, a brisket. yeah, With uh, a lots of horseradish, and a side of French fries and a Dr. Brown, black cherry soda. Okay. He would get, pastrami on rye with mustard. huh, A Wurst in a club roll. Wow. A side of steak fries. Okay. Extra pickled tomatoes. Okay. And a Dr. Brown celery soda. Okay. He would pack it in, man. That was like he that was his treat. It was like coming home for him. Yeah. And then we'd go to Russ and Daughters and he'd pick up like, you know, five hundred dollars worth of appetizings. Nice. Locks and cream cheese yeah. and herring, and then the whole house would smell like fatty fish. Uh. For, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. <laughs> not my favorite. The herring's not my favorite. The Madhya's herrings. Not my favorite. No. Anyway. Anyway. Uh yeah, there it is guys. You give us 10% so we can uh stuff our guts with Jewish food. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all about. I like it. Yeah. You should. You live in New York. Can't get it as much as you used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can get it when you can. Katz's is still there. Always yeah. be there.
1: Silver restaurant daughters.
0: Yeah, Russian and Daughters is it. They they have a cafe now too. Yeah. I uh I uh, uh interviewed to be the chef for them. Okay. Didn't work out.
1: I ate there. At I the like cafe? hmm.
0: It's all fish platters. Uh
1: I had um <coughs> a uh chop liver platter.
0: <coughs> yeah, I mean it's all stuff that they have in the store yeah. that they then present, they slop it on a plate. No, that's terrible to say. They they plate it up for you. But it's all the store stuff. Yeah, and they make a nice... They make a uh, smoked trout soup. Did you have a nice egg salad platter? No. That's the thing to get at Russ and Daughters. Oh, yeah? A nice... It's a finely chopped egg mixed with a beautiful mayonnaise from a special jar that they keep. Mm-hmm. I'll only say, just because I don't want to give it away, but the first letter in the name of that jar starts with an H. Okay. Yeah.
1: I like the nice uh, chopped liver.
0: <laughs> They're doing all right, chopped liver.
1: They chop a liver. (laughs) Finally.
0: (laughs) They mix it with onion, And do they put onion in theirs? Yeah, I think it's got some onion in it. They have chopped egg in theirs as well? No. You ever go to Sammy's Romanian Steakhouse? Nope. You should. You'd have fun there. I've heard that. They do chopped liver table side. Yeah. And they put the fried onions in there, and then they mash it up as they take the syrup syrup, uh, bottle... Mm-hmm. Full of uh, full of schmaltz, chicken mm-hmm. fat And mm-hmm. they pour it in while they're mashing it up That sounds good You know, it's just like doing a, a, a guacamole table side
1: Yeah, basically uh-huh. You should have a mortar and
0: pestle <laughs> Yep, except they do it with like a fucking uh, a potato masher uh-huh. And a big beaten up metal bowl uh-huh. Like just a regular kitchen bowl That's great And they, But they would, the big thing they have there And I know you'll like this Because uh-huh. you're an old Irish alcoholic is they have the bottles of vodka frozen uh-huh. in, in blocks. Of ice. Of I've ice. Heard that, yeah. 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 You could you could do a number on one of those, my friend. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> anyway, no, it's uh-huh. been a week since I've seen you. It has. Lots of things have happened in this world. Lots of things have country, happened. In this country. In this country. In our little city. Yeah. You know, there was a massive uh, 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 explosion, steam pipe explosion. It was. R- two blocks away from where I work on the weekend. All right. Um, I wasn't there when it happened, though. Okay. Uh, but what's going on? You must have some story to tell me uh, about well, this week.
1: Well, most of my week, i got to tell you, was spent in meeting in, me- in meetings at work. Ugh. I had a lot of meetings this week.
0: Talk about a, 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 an update on your shit. Yeah,
1: so... As, you know, lunch has become even more important during these times. <laughs> and uh, I went and got lunch today. And I, I, I should start out by saying, I love eating with chopsticks, right? Do you it, really? Oh, I love it. If it, w- When I was at school mm-hmm. in my second year, my roommate and I got a place, and we lived in Chinatown in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any silverware for a while.
0: Is there good Chinese food in Ottawa? Nah, it's all right. There's a there's a Chinatown, but it's more West Coast, right? Like Vancouver has the big, incredible Chinatown. Yeah, and Toronto's (laughs) got a whole bunch of them. Yeah, but
1: uh, the 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 Chinatown in Ottawa Mm -hmm. had actual Chinese things for Chinese people. You know, so that makes good stuff. It wasn't all just to hear some, uh, you know, sweet and sour chicken
0: to hear some sweet and sour chicken. Here is some. Oh, here is some. I yeah. thought it was it wasn't just to hear some like hey we're going to the yeah. club to listen to some sweet and sour uh, chicken. That's great.
1: <laughs> uh so but we didn't have any silverware, so we got a giant bag of chopsticks until we got silverware. <laughs>
0: And w- would he, Did they like, not give because it's Canada? They didn't give plastic silverware with everything. No, like when we would make food.
1: Oh, I see. So we'd make like spaghetti and mm-hmm. eat it with chopsticks. <laughs> but <laughs> so <laughs> no, we, it only took us a couple weeks to uh-huh. get silverware. How'd you guys do with soup? Uh, we didn't
0: have any soup. Kansas <laughs> soup didn't work spaghetti out. Spaghetti and sandwiches, pancakes. You ate sandwiches with chopsticks. Sandwiches with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were finger sandwiches. Uh. So.
1: Uh, but anyway, so I like eating with chopsticks And if it's, it, even, I know this is improper mm-hmm. But even Thai food, I'll eat with chopsticks And Thai people don't use chopsticks Yeah But
0: I'll be like, I do don't you, care Do you keep chopsticks in your home to eat Thai food with chopsticks? Uh, or do you ask them for I, chopsticks? I, I tell them, I say, hey Send me some chopsticks When well, yeah. we don't have chopsticks, run out to the store Yeah and get go to the Chinese place <laughs> go next to the door. Chinese
1: place and pick up some chopsticks and bring Grab, them over. Ask them for some chopsticks. I actually chopstick. do have two pairs of chopsticks. <clears throat> I, can, I can like use your own plastic, plastic, plastic pairs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I went and there is a Korean place right by my work, and I went today, and I got like a Korean bento box type thing, and it's like a whole bunch of different things. Right there were these. Grilled zucchinis. There was like a beef. Are you near Koreatown? You are right. No, I'm north of there. We used to be near, right near Koreatown, no. but still, you ha- you have a bunch of Korean mm, businesses, right? right? Um, and you get a little side of rice with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I was checking out, I don't know why the woman got so confused by it, but she like went to go reach for the forks and knives, and then she went to go reach for the chopsticks. And then she stopped and looked at me, <laughs> and grabbed the forks and knives and uh-huh. threw them in there. Yeah. And then I grabbed the chopstick and threw them in the bag. Oh! <laughs> but she stopped and looked at me and was like, "Oh no, he wants fork."
0: Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's your story. That's my story, dude. That's your story for today. I've been in meetings all week. I cannot. Uh, I honestly cannot think of. I'm trying to think of how that ties in. The only thing I think of how it ties into today's topic uh-huh. is you eating spaghetti, spaghetti with the chopsticks, with the chopsticks, and that looks very similar uh-huh. to what our topic is today. Yes. And uh, is that what is that where the tie-in was was in your brain? You found that you
1: found I found the my secret
0: gem. <laughs> yeah. Where's the tie-in? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Eating spaghetti with chopstick is just. Not unlike eating worms with chopstick, which is is visually, yeah, which is funny, yeah. Because today's topic, Noel, is today's topic is worms. You guys probably knew all along, but Mm -hmm.
1: we're going to discuss how to get rich (laughs) with them, how to worm your way to financial freedom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. How to let your inner slime? They're not slimy. Yeah, worms. They're slimy. They're moist. Yeah, they're moist. Slimy, moist. Anyway, Noel. Uh-huh. Worms. Worms, guys. How are you going to get rich with them? I'm going to tell you. So,
1: uh I started thinking about worms and I started thinking about earworms, right? And an earworm is a catchy piece of music that continually <clears> repeats <throat> through a person's mind after it's no longer playing.
0: You know, we've all I've, had them. I've been accused of being a uh, master of the earworm. Oh, really? Getting people, like getting songs stuck in people's yeah, head. Yeah, sure.
1: Uh, and I'm sure everyone has told you they drive them bananas. Uh-huh. Uh, some songs are stickier than others. And there's been lots of research uh, done on them, right? What triggers them? Josh, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, do men or women get them more? Turns out about the same, but when women get them for, for longer. Really? Yeah. Uh, what types of songs get them you know c- catchy songs catchy 80s rock and, and rock. this was an interesting thing songs with words almost no earworms are for uh non lyrical
0: songs so like if i started going domo arigato mister domo, as opposed to poop boop-boop-boop boop poop boop poop boop 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 boop," boop "boop boop poop
1: boop ones there are but in general you're not you're getting an earworm of the chorus not
0: of the solo you know I don't know well it's true okay. it's been researched <laughs> if you tell me if you tell me it's true I'm saying I don't know you're learning me yeah I'm learning you uh and they also tend to be between 15 and 30 seconds in length the earworm itself so you won't play out the whole song you won't in your play head. out the whole song you'll just play out that 30 second bit
1: yeah it, and you'll loop it uh-huh uh and uh, looked into people looked into possible ways to stop them uh apparently possibly chewing gum also possibly sudoku <laughs>
0: Uh I've often thought of shooting myself in the head when a particularly bad one has gotten in there and I bet that would stop it.
1: Uh probably would, yeah. but you never know. Maybe just keep it follow stuck in you, there forever.
0: Follow you throughout eternity? Yeah. You'd Could have you your imagine?
1: little worm ghost buddy. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh most famous earworm in history. Mhm. Woman named Jean Harris, she was the headmistress of the Madeira School for Girls. Had the song Put the Blame on Maine" stuck in her head for 33 years. I don't After know that After seeing song. it in the film Gilda, she's also famous for murdering her husband, who was the creator of the Scarsdale Diet. Oh, really? Yep. So she was just crazy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, and I remember I read a story a bunch of years back by Philip K. Dick. And uh, at one point, he had insects that would like buzz around your head and sing advertising jingles. Mm-hmm. So I thought about that, right? I thought about making earworms that would mind-control you. Like, you ever see Halloween 3? No. Oh, uh, Halloween I 3.
0: I don't watch any of those
1: movies. Halloween 3 is different than the rest, right? There's no Mike <clears throat> Myers in it. So what's how is it a Halloween movie? It is. They This company... <laughs> Sells all these Halloween masks and has these uh, <clears throat> ads that run continuously leading up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Four more days to Halloween, 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 four more days to Halloween, Silver, Shamrock, uh. right? And they just run continuously. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting these masks. And it's like, you all got to watch TV on Halloween to. See uh, whatever they had some big thing that everyone had to watch, right? Mm-hmm. So all the kids on Halloween have their silver shamrock masks standing around in front of the TV. And are they
0: the Mike Myers masks? No, or, no, they're not. Okay. They're like,
1: you know, jack lanterns and mm-hmm. things like that. And <clears throat> uh, and so they Mike all Mike Myers is that is that the character? Yeah, Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they all stand around. <clears throat> with their masks on, watching TV, and it s- does the theme again, you know. Mm-hmm. Or uh, now it's, I guess, probably like "No more days till Halloween, 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 No more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock," <coughs> and then keeps going and going and going. And all the kids start like, <laughs> you know, and their masks turn, blood coming out of the eyes, and then they, I, I think they all start killing people. It's like the Purge, but it's. Uh-huh made by an earworm (laughs) Mm -hmm. that triggered from
0: these masks. Uh, Wow. Who's Jason? Jason was, what was his movie? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, okay. Uh, So I thought about
1: that, but then I thought about SETI, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The search for extraterrestrial intelligence, Right. And uh, we all know it. SETI's existed in one form or another for a long time. It's most famous for its alien telescope array, which is a large array of satellite dishes that scan space. You've seen them in contact. Mm-hmm. That's the background of the
0: VHS cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. uh are you gonna list off all the movies we've seen it in? Oh <laughs> It seemed like that's where you were heading. You were gonna list like a bunch of movies that it that it's been in. What what else has it been in? I don't know. I'm not I mean, I'm just saying though you've seen it in contact. Yeah. You've seen it in Contact Two. <laughs> <laughs> search the search again. Yeah. Um, no, it was, what was that, you know, there was that terrible uh, movie. The Making with, of Contact. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's that terrible movie with uh, 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 Johnny Depp where he uploads himself uh, yeah. to the internet. I believe they shot that there. There's all this. Okay. this yeah.
1: So you all have seen it. Uh, sure, why not? But did you know this? They also uh, use satellite dishes from around the world that would lend themselves out to them. You know, so there's some dish for a university, and they'd be like, eh, we're not using it right now. You guys use it for a few days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had tons of data to analyze, and they were inspired by the lending of the use from all these dishes to them. And so they came up with SETI at Home. Do you know what SETI at Home is? I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So what it was, was volunteers, uh, distri- it was a volunteer distributed computing project, and people could download the software and allow spare cycles of their home PCs to help in the processing. By 2009, over 290,000 home PCs were helping out, which gave SETI an average computational power of 617 teraflops. What's a teraflop? It's huge. That's what it is. It's huge. They made a massive supercomputer Mm -hmm.
0: out of and you want to release a worm can i go into the supercomputer and i want to yeah no uh so
1: you know the same model of distributed computing has been taken up by others Mm -hmm. amazon uh yeah bitcoin miners Mm -hmm. you know some people sign up some are hacked and their computer if Mm -hmm. you notice your computer's slowing down it's because you're uh Lucky weather bug uh, lottery number picker that sits in your taskbar and gives you lottery lucky lottery numbers whenever you want. Uh, it is using all your CPU power to Bitcoin mine for some dude in Ukraine. I wish that
0: was the excuse for why my computer was so slow.
1: <laughs> well, in your case, it's it's all the porn you have in the background. Hey, hey, hey. uh huh, mining your computer for Bitcoin. <laughs> Using your your cycles for Bitcoin Uh mining. Uh, So uh, idea one, get people to sign up to your human Bitcoin mining distributed computing network because you are the house, you're the organizer, you keep 50% for putting the whole thing together, Mm -hmm. 50% goes to participants. The equations that you need to solve to mine Bitcoin Mm -hmm. are broken up into bite-sized parts and set to catchy music. Participants listen to the ditty on repeat for a while. Then it's stuck in their head, repeating over and over and over until they come up to the answer for their little piece. And all these people together,
0: you're going to be mining Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I, I don't understand. What do you mean? I, I, I just I don't I, I just it's not that I it's not that I think it's a bad idea. I don't comprehend. They're, so they're going to get pieces of an equation. Yeah. In Bitcoin, you mine it
1: by solving very complex equations. Oh, okay. So you, each person's getting a small piece, right? So you're getting, you know, two x plus y equals ninety six. Two x plus y equals
0: ninety six. And you put it to a ditty. Uh-huh. You could even have the, you know, the... So how's it, but how's it, how are you solving it by having the ditty in your head? Because it'll play over and over,
1: so you can't think of anything else until you solve it. It's not for someone who doesn't understand
0: math. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'm no good then. <laughs> okay. Well, you're no good. And how about you? I'd, I'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you just got two x plus y equals nine. Well, that's not a valid equation. You'd need more in there for <laughs> it. But, okay.
1: But you, but you break 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 it into bite-sized pieces. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And everyone solves their pieces, returns their answers. You guys are mining Bitcoin, the old-fashioned way, and not like all these Bitcoin miners now uh-huh. using more electricity to mine the Bitcoin than the bu- Bitcoin's worth. Mm Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Hmm. Uh, What's Bitcoin worth these days? Do you know offhand? I don't know. Lots. Yeah. But as I say, because you organize it, you don't even have to do it if you don't want. You get 50%. There you go. Uh, Idea two. I thought back to the hackers that are taking over your computer and slowing it down Mm -hmm. to mine for Bitcoin without you knowing. I thought about Philip K. Dick. And this will take a little bit of time for science to catch up. Oh okay. but not a lot. Because scientists have already been able to remotely control worms using magnetic nanoparticles. They can't make them do much yet, but soon they will. And you're gonna get <clears throat> nano controlled worms. You're gonna strap nano boom boxes on their backs. Mm-hmm.
0: Actual worms you're talking about here. Actual worms. Okay. With little nano boom Uh boxes. And they're going to crawl in your ear. I'm going to remote control them into people's ears, and
1: they're going to play these parts of the equation. They're going to be literal earworms. And then when you freak out and you say, just say, like, stop playing, stop playing, the answer is 14. Bloop. It transmits it back. And you record the answers. You send them in. You mine all the Bitcoin on these hacked brains,
0: and you keep all the Bitcoin. You keep a hundred percent. I like the idea of brain hacking. Yeah, but not only do I like the idea of actual brain hacking, but doing it with uh actual live things with with you know what I'm saying. Like uh-huh. you're not hacking someone's brain by running a wire into their brain and no. taking them over. You're sending a worm into their brain, yeah. <laughs> an actual living worm. It's very, uh, it's very Luddite of but you. But you're not taking them over and <clears throat> controlling them no, like a Frankenstein. No, but you're still hacking their brain.
1: You're, you're just making them think about this one small thing. There, there's other, you know.
0: With little mini boom boxes. Compli- little mini boom boxes, Yeah. Tape they could have on it. Wouldn't it just be easier to sort of tap into the Bluetooth that they all listen to? Their little, their, like your stupid little. Uh, no. Your, no. Your, your... Because when they freak out, <coughs> why won't
1: this stop? The oh, first thing right. they're going to do is rip that out of their okay. ear. Yeah. They're going to put tinfoil on their head. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Because the boombox
0: is in there on the worm's back. Mm hmm little nano boom box. little nano boom box on a little teeny nematode worm. Yeah. Crawling in. Crawling in. Need to be controlled, though. It. Yeah. It has to be controlled because its natural instinct is to just bury itself in there and yeah. never leave. Yeah. No, we're controlling it. Yeah. But it doesn't have to leave. No. It, well, can,
1: it can do it. You can give the guy
0: a couple days peace
1: and send mm. him part two of the
0: equation. Oh, there we go. Right. And as I say, no, you promised me you'd stop.
1: Bitcoin is the most obvious financial uh, way to reap this. Well, but you could yeah. you could solve a lot of complex. And as an improv person, <clears throat> uh huh, I'm a, I am a believer of group mind, where uh, people on the same page, working together with one aim, are more valuable than the sum of its components. Mm, you're one of those people. Hey, I've I've seen it in action. You're what's known as a commie. No. Yep. No, no, no. Yeah. I just took Del Close, and uh, we saw group mind in action, and it's true. It yeah, works. what
0: happened? We created a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> you all just squeezed it as hard as you could we together? We squeezed it, and more than any of us could squeeze, we got a diamond. Together, when you all put your hands on each other's hands and applied pressure... You just come up with uh, better things that anyone could come up with. Yeah, I don't believe that. It's true.
1: I don't believe that. Um, anyway, that's a, lot of a money. fine idea.
0: Brain mining for Bitcoin mining. Yeah, or whatever. Crack- Willing <clears throat> or unwilling. Yeah, crack the code for uh, for uh, uh, the stock market. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Yeah. Enough monkeys banging away on a typewriter. You could throw elections. Oh. You'd think someone would have thought of that by now.
1: You could cure cancer. <laughs> yeah,
0: boring. Yeah, I know. Why would you want to do that? There's just glory in that. Yeah. You don't want to do things for people. The only person you want to do for is yourself. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um. So there you go, guys. Hack that brain. Yeah. Earworm that brain. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Literally send in an earworm. Yeah. Hack that brain. Yeah. And become Bitcoin rich, but you'd have to be like
1: hack that brain.
0: (laughs) 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 X Z Y (laughs) fourteen cosines. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Exactly. (laughs) Boom boom. It's a problem you must solve. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can do do a series and all your favorite your worm songs. Yep. I imagine there's got to be a list on that are like the top earworm songs of all time. I bet if you did a search for that, you could find them, and you can you know use them up. I wonder what the kids' earworms are these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, the stupid ones. Yeah, they're bad. The music doesn't seem as catchy.
1: All the all the
0: earworms today all sound the same they, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the earworms these kids have today. Yeah, um, that's solid. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about uh about livestock. Okay. About our uh our dying earth. Okay. Some might say, you know, Cape Town, South Africa. Mhm. A couple months away from whatever they're calling it D-Day, uh-huh. no water basically.
1: I've been hearing that
0: for a long time. though. No, they, they, so what happened was I was actually talking to, I have a massage client who's from Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, much of his family is still there. So he's always in contact with them. And basically, <clears throat> and it's not, so it's an interesting thing. It's, it's really the main city, the actual city of Cape Town. The outer lying areas isn't, it's not really a problem, but it's the city of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but it's a city of two million people. And uh, it got pushed because everyone really is taking it very seriously. This this water issue, mm-hmm. and no, and it's not like when California was going through the drought, and you'd see people going like "Fuck you, I'm going to water my lawn because I do what I want to do, and it's America, mm-hmm. and I'm a fucking libertarian and free market economy, and I pay my taxes, so I shouldn't give a shit about someone else. I should get my water. Mm-hmm. No. Everyone in Cape Town came together and followed all of the rules and many people even went a step further, you know, in trying to figure out how can I even use even less water than what they're telling me to use. It became sort of like, a, this is what I did and this is what I did and everyone really got on board there. And they managed to push it uh, like four or five months down the line from when the actual Uh, D-Day was, which, you know, too little too late, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it just goes to show you when you talk about groupthink uh, and how it can come together. But anyway, uh, Cape Town running out of water. Mm -hmm. It's going to be
1: group stink soon when they can't shower.
0: It's already group stink. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a bunch of smelly people walking around Cape Town, South Africa these days. Um, London Mm -hmm. is on the verge. U.S. is on the verge. Uh, We've got global warming We've got melting polar ice caps. Uh, and one of the major players in this, if not the most major player in this, is what? Noel. It's cattle, yeah, that's right. It's our it's our modern farming system. Well, it's just the farming system in general. What I thought was interesting when I was researching this in <clears throat> developing countries, mm-hmm. they actually, because of the inefficiency, of raising cattle there and the lack of quality of the feed, their cattle raising actually produces per pound of meat something like five times more uh, 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 greenhouse emissions Mm -hmm. than our modern Western factory farming, as bad as it is. The problem with our modern Western factory farming is it's just on such a massive scale, Mm -hmm. right? So like the idea is that, you know, a North American or European cow consumes about 75 to 300 kilograms of dry matter, grass, or grain to pr- promote, to uh, produce one kilogram of protein. In, say, Somalia, a cow there is going to eat about 1,000 kilograms of dry matter, grass, or grain to produce uh, a kilogram of protein mm-hmm. because the quality of the food is so poor. Okay. What they're eating is non-nutritive. Um. But anyway, so we know this is just a fact. The methane, the methane methane that's, pr- that's created by their feces, mm-hmm. um, the amount of land that's needed to uh, 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 roam this cattle, to raise this cattle, the amount of water that's used, the amount of uh, uh, feed that's used, right? And that's all land that's growing grain, that could be growing other more nutritive stuff for human beings. Um, in fact, I don't know if you heard about this, but you know WeWork, right? Mm-hmm. So WeWork, which is now become a a a, a uh, international massive company, yeah. they own something like four thousand properties around the world that are these uh, workshare spaces. They have mandated. That their employees, uh, or that they will not pay, WeWork will not pay for any entertaining or any meals that have meat in it. It okay. has to be vegetarian. I don't think it's vegan yet, All right. but it may be. But it has to be vegetarian, which is a huge thing, right? Like, I mean, imagine taking a client out for a meal and they say, I want steak. And you have to go, mm, no, can't do it. Yeah, You, you can have the salad, though. That's it. That's what you can have or whatever the vegetarian option. So it's like a big deal. I mean, this is a big company doing this, and they're th- thinking that this is going to be a trend, mm-hmm. right, Is as, as, as the, the ways that the uh, 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 corporations are going to help stop global warming in this world. Well, so I was looking at that, and I'm like, man, that's crazy. It's terrible. All this death, all this destruction, this ruining of the earth. Yeah. Right, not thinking, well. what are alternate forms of protein mm-hmm. right, and you flip through and bugs are always up there, oh yeah, but earthworms, yeah, earthworms are incredibly nutritious, they're super high in protein, uh high levels of iron and 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 amino acids, incredible source of calcium mm-hmm. um uh, uh they say that uh earthworms are a source of uh, their calcium is on par with the same amount in, in fresh cheese or cow's milk. Okay, That's how much calcium is in earthworms. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. A couple of earthworms, and you don't have to drink a cup of milk. You can get rid of dairy cows altogether. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I was thinking, you know, it's a turnoff. Earthworms to eat are a turnoff. Yeah. You look at them, they they're look like, like noodles, uh-huh. but they're not really like noodles. Maybe if they were longer and thinner, you could like confuse yourself into thinking that you're eating, eating noodles. Yeah. Um, but they're not. They're sort of a little too stumpy, a little too short. I mean, there's no mistaking it as an earthworm. And I thought... When I was looking up, like, you know, this idea of feeding people worms, this is a thought that people have oh, had yeah. around the world. This is not new, and there are certainly cultures that do eat worms, um, but the turnoff is, is if you are trying to introduce worms into a culture that does not eat worms, you're not going to do it by giving them a plate of worms. No. People are going to go like, ugh. And I thought to myself, you know, what makes things more palatable? When mm-hmm. you break it down, mm-hmm. when you make it a steak, mm-hmm. a medallion, something like that. But how are you You're gonna cut little medallions of little earthworms that's not gonna fly that is mm-hmm. what's it gonna look like like nothing on the plate. so I was doing research on worms, research on worms, and I found this worm okay uh the uh what's it called the uh large bodied earthworm mm-hmm. from ecuador okay um and one was found uh in two thousand and fourteen, and these are huge worms generally. But this one was monstrous. Mm -hmm. It was about five feet long and about, I don't know, what would you say that is? About five inches in circumference? Six inches in circumference uh, and weighed about two and a half pounds. Okay. Um, Now, this was an extreme version of this worm. Uh There are worms in Australia which are thin Uh but get to about nine feet long. Um, But when I was looking at it, it was like... If you cut this into slices, mm-hmm. I mean, no one's going to know that it's a worm. You've got these medallions of worms. You have yeah. worm stakes. Yeah. Right? So, this is my thought. Okay. You're going to farm these worms. First, you're going to have to selectively breed them mm-hmm. because you're going to need them all to be approximately yeah. this five foot long, three or, f- you know, five inches around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can do that thing. Where like initially you can sort of start getting this product ready because worms do grow back half of their bodies uh if you cut it off. So you can sort of just keep growing them, you know what I mean? Keep that one worm alive for a while. Yeah. While you slice them up, slice them up, slice them up. But you find a few of these big worms, right? And you know worms are hermaphrodites mm-hmm. and you sort of mate them and you give birth to more big worms. I mean, it's selective breeding. We've done sure. we've done selective breeding. And you start this giant worm farm. Yeah. So you're going to be creating protein with this, right? Now, this is the other thing, though, right? What do we know about worm castings? They are incredible mm-hmm. for the environment. Worm poop is the best uh, uh, plant food that's out there. Uh, there's one. There was one thing I read that... Uh, one tablespoon of pure worm casting provides enough organic plant nutrients to feed a six-inch potted plant for more than two months. Uh-huh. One tablespoon, right? And what do worms eat, Noel? They eat dead matter. Okay. They eat decomposing in dead matter, right? What do these cows create? They're nothing but dead matter. Sure. All they're doing is that shit. Worms will eat that shit. Worms will get rid of that shit, get rid of that methane. They'll eat the dead cow carcasses. Uh-huh. Uh, and this was another thing that I thought of, because worms taste like what they eat. hmm So if you put worms all over dead cows, they're going to taste like beef. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It seems to me like this is the ultimate way to take care of this problem okay. that we have. You can still have people eating meat. They'll get their worm medallions. Uh-huh. And they'll uh, uh, still be saving the planet, probably more than just by not eating meat, by supporting this, yeah, you're, 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 you're uh, helping revive the planet. yeah, as it were. So there you go. Okay, yeah, there you go, guys. Millions of dollars, billions of dollars, billions
1: even. of dollars. If you want to start the world, we've given Josh just a few dollars. You can go to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and show page. Hit the Sponsor button. Give Pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you only want to give money to Radio Free Brooklyn, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Hit the Pledge button. Pledge an amount one time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break. You get to feel good about yourself supporting the arts. Uh, if you don't want to give us any money, just go and download the app, right? You can listen to the Ra- Radio Free Brooklyn through the Radio Free Brooklyn app on Android on Yeah, for free. Uh, on iTunes. We uh we're about to do another round of development. You wanna tell us some ideas of what you want to see in an app? Let us know. We're about to
0: start more development. I wanna see a uh a lucky lottery number picker. Okay. It's in there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of it. So it it is yeah, in there. That's why I'm looking you dead in the eye yeah. and I'm saying I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see uh uh since you're in charge of it, yeah. I think the first thing that happens when they open up the app, it should immediately just open up to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel archive page. Done. I think that makes Done. a lot of sense.
1: We're just going to it's we're taking everything else off. <laughs> <That's> right <laughs> No, we're not cuz it's great. Uh listen to it. And uh yeah, if you have any ideas for it, let us know cuz uh there is about to be another round of uh Development. We're gonna talk with a couple people and uh, come up with a list of things we want. There's gonna be an iTunes two releases coming out because we have one already in the in the pocket that's gonna hit the hit the airwaves.
0: I didn't even know we had an app,
1: mm. Josh.
0: <laughs> Some <laughs> things you shouldn't admit. Uh, <laughs> you
1: guys, great thing about our show, we have a topic this week. It's worms. So much money in it. Uh, We also give you another little mini-topic, another worm of a topic, you could say, Mm. to get even more worm of a rich. More worm of a rich? That's right. Take it away.
0: The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I was talking to a Nigerian man who told me he had to walk 50 miles to get
1: to his nearest computer. In fact, the only way I could talk to him is if he wrote me and it would take him two or three days to get there. Now this man wants to become a billionaire, but it's highly unlikely if he's going to try to do business in the environment that he's in. I discovered that if I wanted to go to a next level, I would have to move to a major metropolitan area and I chose the Washington DC area. Bill Gates is known for saying, "It's not your fault if you're born poor, but it's your fault if you die poor." It doesn't matter where you start. All it matters is where you finish.":
0: I remember uh, I wonder if this is the same Nigerian man that I had a conversation with. Uh-huh. He's a prince, and uh, he had a whole lot of money. he wanted me to put in my bank account for him to help him uh, save his life. Yeah. Uh, it never happened. But uh, I wonder if Daniel helped him out. Yeah. And that's why he was able to... Uh...
1: You know what I wonder uh-huh. is when this guy came over to move to D.C., mm-hmm. uh, if Daniel helped him try to find his kids that were taken <laughs> away from him and put in prison. Uh, I hope he did, Daniel.
0: You're a good guy, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, and Daniel, Bill Gates never said that. <laughs> By the way, oh, and if it
1: takes you (laughs) several days to walk to a computer to send a message, don't send it to Daniel.
0: (laughs) I know, really, that's really the thing. That dude walked fifty miles to get to the nearest computer and just to say, like, chat with Daniel. Hey, Dan, what's up? Uh huh. (laughs) I want to be a billionaire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh. You guys, worms. Right? There's
1: over three thousand species of earthworms alone. Mhm. Average earthworm has no lungs, no teeth. That's true. No eyes. Yep. 10 hearts. 6 hearts. 10 hearts, 6 hearts. I read 10. You read uh, bad ten. information. You read bad information. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good soil contains a million earthworms per acre. Mhm. They're an important part of the ecosystem. Before I go any further, I should uh, mention that before the show, I said to Josh to make sure I don't pooch his idea again Mm -hmm. Hey, Josh, you got any schemes about eating
0: worms? Mm -hmm. He told me no. That's not what I said. He said no. That's not what I said. He
1: said, You have Mm -hmm. ideas about using them in the ecosystem?
0: No, 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 In the no. food? No, no. I said, yeah, some. I said, do you have anything about farming it? And you said, no. Exactly. Do you have anything about... So it, it wasn't just about food. I okay. was using multiple things. All right. Did, we, did I do your idea? I'll, I'm going to do mine word for word. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> so uh, there's lots of reality shows out there about eating worms, mm-hmm. lots of novelty products for eating worms. Lots of people look into how we can use worms as a protein source, right? And they're all, mostly all mince them up and use them as hamburger. Worm loaf was do, one I read. Do all sorts of weird things to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will ever catch on, though. Uh, all these manufactured meats have an off texture. People like to bite in a good steak.
0: Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah. I uh,
1: thought about the fact that worms have ten hearts. Six hearts. To me. <laughs> ten hearts means one thing. Lot of love. Lots of heme. Oh, there you go. Right? You got ten oh, hearts, you got boy. some blood pumping in uh-huh. there, right? Uh and as we've talked about our uh miracle what what's it called Impossible again? Impossible. Burger. Impossible burger. It's it's made because of the heme, right? Yeah. So we got the heme. We got the building blocks. Uh We just need to do something with it. In Australia, they have the giant Gipland earthworm, averaged three feet long. but can grow to nine feet. So big that if you're standing on the ground and they're underneath you, you can hear an audible gurgling as they run away from the... Go underneath you. Yeah. Saw some pictures of them. Some were several inches in diameter.
0: Really? Yeah. The gypsum ones. Yeah. I didn't see any that were several inches in diameter. Uh, so this is what you're going to do, guys. What are you going to do, you're No, You're going to get some <laughs> of these worms. uh uh-huh. You're going to breed them. Selectively breed them so they're all the same you size. You can selectively all, breed them. Uh-huh. So,
1: but what you're mainly going to do is, here's where we do a slightly break off. Okay. Where I'm a little more nuanced version uh-huh. of exactly <laughs> what you said that you said you didn't uh-huh. say. Um you, I, we'd already talked last week. I got a sous vide. Yeah. You're
0: going to experiment. It's sous- not called a sous vide, by the way. It's, it's, c- it's called an immersion circulator. Sous vide. <laughs> you're going to experiment
1: mm-hmm. sous videing these moflos. Uh huh. Uh, and you're going to find the time and temperature that to get these. To be the perfect texture. Mm-hmm. And then after you figure that out, you're gonna find the best marinade for them <laughs> to bring out the flavors or to mask certain flavors. Uh-huh. Then you're gonna find the best finishing technique, right? Mm-hmm. Do you pop them on the grill? <clears throat> do you sear them? Do you what what do you do with them to finish them off, to give them a proper texture? hmm Because once you do, you can then slice them. Mm-hmm. Into medallions, you could say, as Josh said. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All the ones I saw were definitely big enough for a slider. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's a medallion size, for sure. The big ones, big enough for a steak sandwich or a burger. Mm, yeah. And you're not going to grind them and hide them. Nope. You're going to make the worm steak the centerpiece of your food offering. Mm Mm-hmm. And when people eat it and they like it, it's going to go viral. And you will be the next Impossible Burger because you've got more heme than them. They've got 10 hearts. Mm -hmm. 10. 10 hearts. Yeah,
0: good idea. It's funny, though. I feel like I've heard it somewhere before. No. I know it's hard to believe. Mine's better. Uh, (laughs) Yours is just get worms
1: and (sighs) and eat them. Well, mine is...
0: Figure out how. You're not gonna need to figure out how is yeah, the you point. Will. No, yeah, because you will. no, I made that, I figured that out. You feed them, they do worms taste okay. This is something so I read. Your process so this is something wait, wait, wait better me, worm. Let me let me finish what my all point. Right. This is what I read. All bugs, mm-hmm. all insects and worms very much taste like what they eat. So okay. worms can taste Depending on where they live, but they always tend to taste very earthy because they're eating all this decomposed uh-huh. plant matter, right? Mm-hmm. You put them on cow carcasses mm-hmm. and you let them go to town on cow carcasses, uh-huh. they are going to taste like fucking beef. Okay, so that's a process. It's not going to be in
1: my master plan. Your master you're, you're, plan. You're a step. Whatever you're a step you on my decided. stairwell to heaven,
0: and he's climbing yep. a stairwell. X plus three, x plus three, <laughs> x plus nine, and x plus three equals ky. Exactly. Ching. Um. Yeah, the, look, I, I I can't say it's not a good idea because it was my idea. If you hide
1: the worm, uh-huh. people are going to run out. Your worm, someone's going to take it and they're going to pop it in the microwave. They're going to take a bite and they're going to be, no, this is gross. I'm no, saying- No, going to taste like a microwave piece of beef. This is how you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if everyone just microwave beef, it never would have caught on. Yeah, exactly.
0: So they'll grill it. They'll cook it the way they like to cook beef.
1: You're gonna do
0: it and then you're gonna sell that product. Sure. That's a process. You're you're gonna sell it's just like going you're to Trader Joe's. It's just like you're going to yeah. Trader Joe's and yeah. you're seeing ten thousand chicken prepared ten thousand different yeah. ways, right? It'll be up to Trader Joe's to figure out how they're gonna prepare the the worm. Yeah. You are going to make the worm at its base level. All right. If someone took a piece of that worm and threw it on the grill, they're gonna be like, Tastes like beef. Yeah, you're so gonna, you're a gonna farmer. Like, people are going to be I'm like, I'm Trader Joe. <gasps> people are going to be like, No, it's not. You're a farmer. I'm Trader Joe. You're going to be the only one doing All this. Right. You're going to just shut up and listen to me for a minute.
1: All right, you're not going to have time to do your other idea. I don't care.
0: Okay. Uh, Josh doesn't have another idea. I do have another okay. idea. It has to do with ring, roundworm and E. coli. Okay, but that's another story for another time. Okay, my point is. You were going to see. This is the problem. Yeah. When beef came around as the way people ate it, yeah. This was not something that you could patent. This was not something that you could claim as your own. You yeah. had. No, you couldn't say like, "Oh no, he can't do that cow thing because I'm doing that cow thing." Yeah. No. You're going to do that with your worms under my. You're going to be the only person selling beef worms. Okay. It's gonna be you. But then you also are the person. So who, Trader Joe's is gonna have to buy all their B forms from you. Mm-mm. The 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 every market that's carrying B forms just no like no one else only is gonna want eat worms impossible is, In order to get people on the worm
1: train, you gotta make it taste like something other than worms. You're gonna have to present it a hundred and ten percent fantastic. If you so, it, not a product that they can then make fantastic. It has to be delivered fantastic to get them <laughs> exactly. over that it's worm. Exactly. It's going to be
0: delivered tasting just like beef. Dude, there, there's a big flaw in like your plan. Not marinated beef. What if so, you know it's like not everyone big likes flaw. not everyone likes their their meat marinated or eaten Why in the same way. Is
1: impossible burger
0: selling burgers
1: at Bear Burger. Uh-huh. and not selling Pounds of raw, impossible burger because, at the store. Because
0: the FDA won't allow them to.
1: The, they're approved now.
0: No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're not. They just got approved. How long ago? Because there was a whole thing that the FBA, FDA was doing a massive uh, 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 check-in on what the, how they create their heme. It's because the preparation is the money. And that is, is, it needs to be presented... Properly. So you're saying that Impossible Burger yeah. needs to then make create the burger with the toppings, mm-hmm. right? One way. And, and that's you, the you that's what it several you're ways. Saying. No, but see, you're wrong. But it's presented as a burger. I'm telling you, the They're money is in the in how face. to cook it. Everyone eventually buys. when you get enough
1: people on the impossible burger train, Ugh. you'll be able to sell you're it out of your mind in
0: by the pound. No, the reason they, they want to sell it by the pound, they haven't been allowed to. All right. Up to this point. They've only been able to sell it to restaurants. Uh, we agree to that. And what you're seeing is all these, you know, White Castle is using the Impossible Burger now. Uh-huh. And has been for a little while now. Yeah. They've sold it to chains around the country. Yeah. I mean, that's the way you introduce it. That's really—you You, you want to know how you're going to introduce the worm? All right. You're going to sell it as a patty to some major chain, McDonald's, whatever. Okay. They're going to advertise it. You're going to have to do nothing, and people are going to start eating and be like, oh, wow, I just tried the worm burger at McDonald's, All this right. novelty thing, and boy, did it taste good. Okay, so if you out there want to get in touch with Josh and tell him how wrong he is, you can get him on Twitter Fuck at GRQ you, Josh Knoll you can email noel to say f you noel <laughs> at grq with josh and noel at gmail.com yeah. or you can f book josh at facebook <laughs> josh, josh grq josh noel you go on itunes you can subscribe rate
1: review anywhere you can get a podcast as a matter of fact please do if you want to listen on podcast form we urge you turn saturday night's eight o'clock get the schemes five days before anyone else and get there early it's an art star scene stick around later Listen, it's all nice on ice. Hellwave. And then Hellwave after that.
0: Uh, I believe they start off with every show with F.U. Noel.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, guys, how do you know our ideas are as good as we know they are? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where Where do our rules come from this week? Oh, we're going straight to rules.
0: Yeah, we don't have any time. Okay. Okay. We have about a minute. Uh, How to be a successful businessman, 50 Rules of Entrepreneurship. There are 50 rules on this list, and we've gone through maybe 10 of them, so we're going to be using this for a while. Uh, Don't read about taking action. Pull the trigger. (laughs) That's right. Just like those kids on Halloween (laughs) 3. Pull the trigger. That's right. Uh, Number two, you don't have to be an alpha male. Nope, you can be a beta worm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Number three, do whatever it takes, Noel. That's
1: right. That's right. Don't just get a worm and try to stick it in a bag and sell it. Do what it takes. That's right. Figure out how to sous vide that thing. Figure out how to marinate it. Figure out how to to grill it right.
0: You ready? Yeah. And finally, number four, (laughs) develop a system for things that work. Yeah. Like taking the worm, feeding it beef, Cutting it into pieces. I'm not. I'm not disregarding that. I'm <laughs> you, saying you are go disregarding the extra mile.
1: it. You know, you don't need you to go the extra wood, mile. You can sell wood, or you can sell chairs. Yeah.
0: And why don't you just, say, if you have all the wood, why bother making the chairs? And uh, we're four for four, and yep. I just won that argument. Righted. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>